Welcome again, Jazz. Thank you very much for tuning into Ariane Talks. This is becoming a regular thing, and I think I say that every time, but it's so, so cool uh, being able to do these episodes with you. For anyone who doesn't know, my name is Ariane. I'm a healer, intuitive trauma coach, I'm a spiritual teacher, and these podcasts, we make them to not only share our experience in our journeys, but also kind of explain everything we've learned along the way and explain things in a way that, you know, we found hard to understand, but maybe get a little bit more clarity to the people that are on similar journeys as well. Jazz, would you like to introduce yourself to everyone? Absolutely. What's up, y'all? For those of you who are new here, my name is Jazz. Um, I also am a healer. I do tarot reading. I do shadow work services, pretty much anything you could need help with healing. Um, I do take a little bit more of a spiritual approach, but all of my healing is, I don't know why I was going to say backed in logic. No shit it is. But like, um, you know, basically it's a, a spiritual therapy approach. But yeah, um, I'm really excited to be here. Every time we make these podcasts, I really feel like we're bringing a lot of awareness to so many people from our own experience and everything that we struggled to understand. I feel like a lot of the spiritual side, I'll have the information and Arian will come in with the logical side and plug in his part. And it just like creates something that you cannot explain in any other way. People are like, nah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like, yeah. I, I, I love I, I found that uh, you and whenever we talk, there is that there's like kind of like with when we both are talking about a subject, if there's like little gray areas of me talking, you come in and fit, fill that in and vice versa and everything. So it works really, really well. Um, yes. Today's episode, we are talking about a few things. We usually make notes and bullet points, but I don't know if we always get through them because Jazz and I, Jazz and I can literally talk for hours and hours on end about one subject. <laughs> and sometimes we have to kind of slightly force ourselves to move on to the next subject. Um, Today we are talking about co-creating with the universe, not just the universe as in the universe universe, but even with other people as well. You hear a lot about co-creating and what that means in terms of creating your reality. You, you are creating your reality and we hear all the time that it's only you. And I mean, this is something that I explain and I teach as well. It's only you. And at the human level, it can seem very confusing. It's on, well, hang on. If it's only me, how can I co-create? If if it's only me and everyone is me, why do other people have free will? Like, if everything is me, why do other people have free will? And it's the understanding of it isn't at the human level. Everyone is me. Everyone's a mirror. Everyone is me. I'm co-creating with the people in my life, with people I choose to. I can also co-create with the universe. So we're going to kind of go into that a little bit more, um, try to get some understanding around that. But what's your experience has been like with co-creating? Oh, gosh. Uh, when it comes to co-creating for me, I actually learned about co-creation through being somebody who liked to be in control. So, um, you know, I had to learn the hard way 
that there are things that we can do here on the human level and there are things that are simply just out of our control and the more that you try to force things to go the way you think that they should or the way that you think that um you know you want them to and you get resistance back from the universe the more that the universe is trying to show you that is not the path that we want you to walk for your highest good. And when I say we, I mean yourself, but it's you on the human level, not understanding that your higher self already knows the whole plan you wrote for your life. They have every little desire that you wanted to have. They have every relationship you wanted to meet somebody through for mirroring. They have every lesson that you wanted to learn. And they're trying to put you on the path of least resistance to achieve all of those things you came down here to achieve but on the human level we do have free will so our human self doesn't have all the information that our higher self has and we'll be like well this is what i think i want but we haven't healed a certain level of trauma to realize that going down that lane is only what we think we want because we haven't healed through certain aspects of ourself and our, our higher self will try and be like i know that's what you think you want and you're almost on the right path but i'm just trying to redirect you but me wanting that control over how everything went meant that I wasn't doing the cliche expression, going with the flow. Mm. This is where going with the flow comes from. You might think you're a person who's like, and I just like got a flashback of like a friend I used to have in her Instagram bio. It just said going with the flow, but she was the least going with the flow person I know. Mm. It, it was like, it's not just an expression. It's not just a cliche. It really means something. It means to surrender to the unwavering faith that even if you can't see why you're being redirected down a path that doesn't feel like it's getting to where you want to be, that you should just trust that something is working for your highest good. And you will know this because no matter how hard you try to go towards something you think you want, you're getting rebuttal from the mm -hmm. universe. So... Um, when I learned how to co-create, I realized that it's a human's job to have the desire. If you really want it in your heart, your higher self already knows it. So if it is, if it's supposed to be written in the stars that you get it, you will. You have the desire. That's step one. Step two is to take any action on a humanly level that you can. Not trying to control the situation, but if you're trying to get a certain job, obviously you have to apply for that kind of job. Um, and the rest is up to the universe. If you find that you're applying for that job and you're not getting that type a job there might be something better suited for you or um you know if you're living way too far away from that job and you're like how am i going to get the money don't stress out over how the money's going to come in just trust that it will do your part and the universe will provide that's the co-creation it's the trusting element it's the faith in the plan i think um there has been everything you've said has been part of my journey and i've made the let's say mistakes uh in terms of going but it's it's how we learn I, i've gone down a path with the fear-based kind of not being able to trust and look this is a very challenging journey you're coming you're essentially working to come out of your fear you're working to be able to trust and it's going to trigger these parts of you the reason it's going to trigger these parts of you is so you can become aware of them there is no one that will go down this path and not have that fear come up because the whole anyone that gets to a place of being able to just trust like for example myself now i'm much better at that much much better at that but that's because i've 
recognized the fear is there and I've gone towards the fear and I've been curious about the fear. I've brought it to my awareness. I've healed those parts of myself. I've understood. And, you know, you said a lot of things are very, very important. Your guidance system is what we call the emotion. So there are lots of people in the world that can, uh, let's say, their, their connection to the universe is stronger. And by the universe, this can be the array of either your higher self, your guides, which is all your higher self anyway. But it's that connection. So you'll like see someone and go, oh, they've got a connection and they can hear the higher self much clearer and everything. But we all have something that is very, very powerfully connected to the universe and our higher self. And that's your guidance system. Your guidance system are your emotions how you feel emotionally. It's like you said, that that little nudge by the universe is like, follow this, follow that. And you're following your joy. Essentially, the path is uh, your purpose, let's say. So it's like, how do I get to my purpose? It's like you follow your joy to then go to your passion, which then takes you to your purpose, essentially. So it's like, okay, this is how I am I understand what to go towards, so I'm going to follow my joy. Now, if you've had many experiences, as we've all had, which is suppressed a lot of fear, which give you the belief that you have to do this and you can't do that and you're not good enough for this and you're not allowed to do your joy, you need to work hard and save money and do this and, you know, like all of this, if you've got all this programming in you, it's going to be challenging to follow your joy. It's going to be challenging once you're on this journey and you're hearing things like this to go, okay, I'm just going to do that. Because when you start doing that, all that programming is going to fire off and go, no, don't do that. Like, that's crazy. Like, what are you doing? No, don't, don't go, don't go there. So it's not a case of, oh my God, I can't do it. It's understanding that when I'm going towards what I'm learning, I have to go towards, these parts of myself are coming up. And it doesn't mean you're incapable. It just means that these parts of yourself need your attention to then eventually be able to trust easier, trust and have that faith. And having that faith can take time to actually get there, like properly have that faith. You know, I also think, it takes the time because of the human journey in and of itself. Um, when you were talking about how it's hard to do this because we don't know we're, we're even allowed to follow our joy, like part of the human experience is for us to forget everything we planned when we came down here. It's part of us like actually remembering our way back to following our intuition it so um like Ariam was saying it's not supposed to be easy because it's kind of a part of the journey it's the fun of it all um if you remembered everything you came down here to do then you would kind of you wouldn't really have to learn anything or you wouldn't really be adding on new experience because it would all just be right there for you but with the veil of forgetfulness and for those of you who don't know what that is um we do sign like a spiritual agreement when we come down here to have on the veil of forgetfulness, which means that we forget that we are this all-powerful being that is able to manifest anything at willpower. Um, we forget that we're this limitless potential that can become anything that we want to manifest. And we learn through 
this like being a sponge as a baby everything in our environment that we're taking in as information of how to be human is programming what we're going to think we desire when we get older and that goes in all elements when it's um, creativity when it's career uh, when it's sexual orientation when it's anything it, it filters into all those elements whatever you're programming yourself mm -hmm. to believe from ages one to seven and then as your traumas continue you continue to reject aspects of yourself and you get further away from the path you wrote. And as you finally like start to awaken at a certain point, this is what will happen for most humans. You'll realize that there's been so much resistance built up over the years when you rejected all these aspects of yourself, so much resistance to being who you really are, that it'll kind of pop inside of you. And that's what a lot of people call the spiritual awakening. They will start to realize, you know, something isn't right. And they start questioning everything because now they're realizing they can kind of hear their intuition a little bit more because of how the pain of staying the same is now becoming more difficult than the pain of making the change. So they're, they're starting to question all the things they believe in and question all the things that they're doing and why. And that's when you start realizing how to listen to your internal guidance system again. Mm -hmm. And you start realizing that healing through all of these elements of yourself is going to be what even allows you to understand that you're allowed to even go after joy. You, you just made me remember something when I was a kid. Um, I used to think I was so selfish because I would be like, you know, my mom is able to provide me with so much that other kids don't have. My, I have like a, a really good life for what I've got. Like a lot of people have so much less than me. I, you know, I'm able to have everything that I need and want. Why am I so ungrateful? And I would ask myself that as a nine-year-old, a 10-year-old, 11, 12, 13, I would be like, what is wrong with me? It's like, no matter how good life is, it's never good enough for me. And I finally realized one day it's because I thought I was asking for too much to just be happy. I thought that me having all the things like my mom being able to pay for us having nice things and playing the sports that we want to play and um, having food in the house and always having a shelter. I thought that me not being grateful for wanting more out of life than just having the basic necessities was me being selfish and ungrateful. And I didn't realize that's not what was going on. My inner being knew I was built for something much bigger. And that was what the desire was that I was going after. There was a resistance from my soul and what the, my soul wanted and what my actual like you know, human self was acting on right now. There was resistance and I was realizing that unhappiness was stemming from the resistance, but I didn't know how to make sense of that as a kid. So I thought I was just ungrateful and I didn't realize like, that's that feeling that will come over you when you start questioning, like, is this really that all there is to life? There's got to be more to life than this. That questioning in your soul is the understanding and the realizing that you are built for so much bigger than this. I, I kind of, I mirror that in to some degrees, uh, in terms of as a child, I had some crazy thoughts that I never questioned ever until I woke up. Actually, uh, I always knew that I was going to do big things. Like I always knew it, but I never acted on it. I kind of acted on it, but more as an adult and before I was awake. Uh, but as a child, I knew I always used to have this one thought, which was, <sighs> I can't wait till my second, my second life begins. It's like, what, what, what does that even mean? Like, what was that? What, like, but I never questioned 
that and I remember at least five different times when things were really bad when it was going like really really bad and I was just like oh god I can't wait till my next life begins and I was talking about my awakening I was like my next life which is I, I awaken and I'm like oh I realize what the hell is going on and everything and I was in that moment so things were going wrong um but you do you like as a, as a kid you 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 are programmed and even though it doesn't matter how much you're programmed there's still those little parts in you in there that will kind of question these things to go back to what we were talking about earlier um the guidance system is your emotions your joy um to follow your joy and things like this it's a great way for the creation we were talking about all right well if you're going against the co-creation from you and the universe because that's the co-creation we're really talking about right now not necessarily like you and a partner or you and a friend or anything like that it's the co-creation with the universe and an example of this would be um i think i i actually i'll give you an example that i went through so my after i woke up i had a job and i was a web developer and i was working for a very big company very good job and then another company got in touch with me through a, a recruiter and the position was a better position and it was more money and i was attracted to the money aspect and also attracted to the position because they were like you get to make decisions and you know things like that and i was like ooh okay cool um and i felt so much resistance like so much resistance but i went forward with it because i was like more money i'm going to have 10,000 pounds extra a year and i'm going to be able to you know so these things that logically made sense not made sense but logically seemed desirable because 10,000 extra years going to make me happy you know being able to make decisions is going to make me happy and i had the first interview so much resistance and it went amazingly they were like loving me because uh, especially in the corporate world as well a developer i'm very kind of out there hence why i'm doing a podcast right now and you don't really get a lot of uh, people doing that work that's able to kind of speak up and you know so it was like a very desirable thing and i and i remember the resistance got so like strong because i was i was literally about to get the job and the resistance got so strong that i was like every time i talk to this recruiter or every time i think about it or every time someone asks me about it i feel terrible like i feel awful and then i asked one question and the question was okay well after the probation period like three months i was like then this and they were like yeah so it might happen and i was like might happen like what what do you mean like it might happen like no i'm i'm going to no no now and it turned out that it wasn't exactly what i thought it was and everything and as soon as i made the decision that i'm not going to go because it's not what i thought it was i remember like this kind of like a sonic boom of energy that changed my entire body's feeling of like yes <laughs> like that's the right decision 
do not get the job do not go forward with this and it was kind of like and i realized i was like whoa what was that like and it was so strong and obviously it was for me and the fact that i'm talking about it remembering it was a part of the lesson for me which is i'm guiding you you know don't go down there go down there now the thing is sometimes where you're being told to go down will logically not make sense at all and it it might actually make things worse you hear like um i think we were talking about this off um the podcast as well i had a message sent to me from the universe which was listen to my voice and ignore the storm which is listen to the voice inside ignore the storm outside because more often than not before like the big manifestations are coming in a lot of things are going to seem like it's falling apart and actually be falling apart and everything but that includes with the faith you need to have the faith that everything's going to be okay and this is how the universe essentially creates as well so in those moments you are going to be triggered with the fear with uh everything that's been going on so and this is why i concentrate on teaching people how they work because in these moments if you know what to do with those emotions that are coming up it's going to be a game changer really yeah and to just like give a separate like kind of idea on where you're going with what you just said everything Arian just explained can be summed up in the angel number 333 mm. i have been seeing that everywhere like crazy and angel numbers mean different things to different people but they all have the same general definition and the definition that comes from 333 is unwavering faith it means that things are about to look a certain way that's going to make you want to question everything you believe in and everything you stand for and you're going to wonder if you're making the wrong decisions, if you mess something up by taking one path and it's going to start to shake your faith because there is a resistance between your 3D self and your higher self. Your higher self can see that this is the path that you need to walk to get to where you want to be. But your lower self does still does not understand why, because you might not fully understand what your higher self sees. Like even imagine that in the analogy, like if your higher self is standing in a tree and you're standing on the ground, your higher self can see everything, but you can only see from the level that you're standing at. I really like that analogy. So like that whole energy is backed up in the number 333. If you see that everywhere, just keep trucking. Just believe that it's going to work out the way that you need it to, even if the path feels scary. And there's a difference between feeling a resistance towards something and feeling a fear towards something you've never done before. Yeah, yeah. I am... so to do what we always do which is talk about our own experiences um i manifested a car a new car and i love my car and (laughs) it was actually the right now we're uh in june of 2023 in the last christmas i was i had my old car and i go get my hair cut in another town that i used to live at which is an hour away but 
you know, you just, you don't, you don't, it's very hard to find another barber. I don't know what everyone else is like, but you, you know, you, you stay loyal to people who uh, groom you, let's say. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. So I always go back there. And it was, you know, that period before Christmas and New Year where pretty much all businesses are closed and a very few businesses are actually running properly. It was literally in that period. And we drove an hour away in a different city and it was Manchester actually in the UK. So drove to Manchester and the car had already been like making noises. It was already got like really like it was, it wasn't really functioning properly at all. And I was about to park, uh, pull up in the car park. And I promise you <laughs> in the space, it died. I didn't turn the car off. We got into the space and it just went like that and just died. And I was like, huh, but it had died a few times and I got like a new battery. And then like, I got people come out and like electronic specialists come out to look at it and the wires and everything like that. And it just died there and I was like, oh, it just needs like to kind of uh, let the battery, it'll turn on again. It's a good hour for the haircut and everything. It'll turn on. So then went to get the haircut, came back and it wouldn't even like tick over. It was nothing. It was completely dead. And I was like, what? It's a brand new battery as well. And it's not even like the lights were coming on, but nothing was happening. I was like, what is going on? I was like, okay. So I called um AA which is like one of the big companies in terms of uh to get your car uh recovery and they were like oh yeah with 2 hours your minimum wait 2 hours and i was like okay so i did like a local search and i was like oh i found someone okay cool and then we went to a garage that one of the very few garages that were open and i had to phone a few people i was like do you know any garages that are open went there and the guy was like yeah, yeah, bring it here. So then that guy took us there and he was like, he's, I think he was like, oh, it's the alternator. It's like completely gone. You need a new alternator. I was like, all oh, right. Okay. I was like, well, yeah, all right. I have to. Yeah. Can you change it? And he was like, no. I was like, what do you mean? No. Because nowhere's open. He's like, I can't get one. I was like, until when? He's like, until like four days. I was like, four days. I was like, I don't live here. <laughs> like, And I'm with my son as well. And um he was like sorry dude like I, it's literally between christmas and new year i was like yeah fair enough okay and i was constantly being like i was getting the feeling download and understanding that like everything's okay like i was like okay so i was very aware that all right what's going on it's you know the whole time i wasn't like oh for fuck's sake and like oh i can't believe that this happened and everything and i was very aware my son was there as well so it was a it was a teaching moment for him as well of how to deal with situations so i was very much like like when we were talking to AA and they were like two hours i was like okay thanks i was like let's see if we can find somewhere else instead of going like i can't believe they're gonna be two hours or you know and Anyway, eventually, so I spoke to the guy who took us there and I was like, can you drive us all the way back home where it's like an hour away? He was like, yeah. And he like gave me the quote. And I was just like, damn, all right, fine. You know, and I'm learning of manifesting wealth and 
what you believe is expensive and all of this stuff. So I was like, don't tell me, just do it <laughs> type thing. And we ended up going home. On the way home, we had such a laugh. We had a great time. Me and my son were like, I I sat, uh, there was this recovery truck and he was sat, he, first he was going to sit in the car and I was like, I don't feel comfortable going on the motorway with him in the car. So we sat in this recovery truck and he was sat in the passenger seat, driver was in the driver's seat. I was sat in the middle where these makeshift like clothes were like shoved there to make a seat and I was just, and we were just having a laugh. We were just having a great time, talked to the driver, found out about him and his family and everything, came back. And I remember we went to the shop when we came back and I, I was, we were just getting some eggs and stuff. And the owner of the shop, who I know, is like, oh, you're, you're like, how's things going today? Like, you okay? And I was like, see that recovery truck there? And he was like, looked outside. He's like, yeah. I was like, he just brought us back from Manchester because my car broke down and it's like, it's knackered. And he's like, why are you so happy? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. We just had a good day. Like, you know, we just had a good time. And he was like, oh, well, that's, that's, he couldn't like work it out. He's like, amazing. I was like, I know, right? It's really cool. And then took it to the garage and the gar- the guy in the garage literally looked at me like the next, like three days later, the garage was open and the guy in the garage looked at me and went, stop spending money on this car. And I was like, I could tell that was the universe talking to me. I was like, okay, like, all right, I understand. Like, he was like, I got it to turn on, but stop spending money on this car. I was like, okay, cool. So then, like, a few days later, I was like, I'll just look for another car, forget it. And I went to this garage and this garage, and I eventually, like, it, it was so cool. I was looking for an Audi, and I eventually went to this other garage, and it took me to this garage that had I've got a Mercedes and that had that car and as soon as I saw it I was like that's the one I was like that one there I'm gonna get that one like that one I wasn't even looking for that car I was like that's it I'm getting that I'm getting that two days later it was mine and the whole reason I'm saying all of this is because not only was it really really important in terms of how I'm reacting to the situation. But in order to get to a place where I could afford this other car as well, that was that had nothing to do with manifesting wealth, like at all. It was manifesting a new car. It's like if you want to manifest a new car and that new car is more expensive, then by the manifesting that new car, you will gain more wealth. If you want to mm-hmm. manifest underfloor heating, you will gain that wealth to be able to have underfloor heating. It doesn't necessarily mean someone's going to come and just put it down for free. So it was a huge lesson for me and my son in terms of, first of all, I things were falling apart. It was between Christmas and New Year and I was stuck an hour away with a broken car and everything. So it was it was all kind of like working together and it taught me a lot to listen to my voice. Don't pay attention to the storm. To the st- yeah, no, that that's exactly what it is. Like you just pretty much perfectly explained unwavering faith. And also like you could see in the moments where your soul, your higher self was trying to give you those intuitive nudges that we were explaining. Like, 
Um, just like you saying the person told you stop spending money on this car. You, I know other people can relate to what you just said because there's a difference between just somebody saying something to you and then somebody saying something and your body like tingles inside when they say it and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's a different type of resonance. There's such thing as a knowing and then there's a knowing. Mm. And when you know it, gut, you're like, that's what it is. But when you choose to you know, be stubborn, right? Because Aryan could have gone in with lack mindset and been like, well, he says not to spend money on this car, but how am I supposed to afford a fucking new car? Like, this is what I've got. I have no choice. I have to put money into this car. He could have went and resisted what he was feeling was right because he wanted to use his, like, you know, logic, which could have been wrapped in limited belief systems. Mm. And in that moment, because it wasn't, he was able to listen to his intuition rather than letting his mind kind of chatter away at the limiting beliefs that they might have had lingering back there. And listening to it got him to having a Mercedes versus continuing to pour all that money he could have used on the Mercedes yeah. into a car that is not going to work. <laughs> like, Yeah. And, um, it, you know, the universe communicates in many ways. It could be a song like with a yeah. lyric it could be i remember when i first started learning how to communicate with the universe and this is like when i was my first awakening and in my first awakening i was completely alone like i i wasn't i, I we i kind of started uh to talk to my brother's wife and then we realized like well we're waking up kind of like at the same time here and then we were like testing the water with each other like this happened and she was like oh my god with me as well i was like oh, so but I remember I learned and I was watching YouTube videos and I got really good at watching a YouTube video. And there's a point in the YouTube video that I was like, I feel something being activated in me to be like, listen to this moment in this video. Yes. And or like the video will randomly pause on a moment that you needed to listen to what was said right before it paused. Yeah. And then it'll like start playing when you take note and you're like, Oh, heard, and it'll start playing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that, and that's when I. That's how I started. Uh, it was like this is, and I remember there was this one time where I was cooking food, and I just had my phone, and I was watching a YouTube video, and I was just cooking food, and it happened, and <laughs> I caught myself like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, now I understand, I understand, and I remember catching myself going, I'm talking to the universe, like, what is yes. that? Like, yeah, I'm literally talking to the universe, uh, but that's kind of like evolved now. So with the more work I've done, even like when you say things to me as well, as you're saying things to me, you'll be like, oh, you know, explaining like what 333 means and things like that. I internally get this is about that. This is about. Yeah, that. this is about, like what she's saying is about that. And I'm like. Oh, even if it's like, it's about that person, that person in your life has come into your life for what the reasons that she's saying that. And I was like, yeah, right. Okay. I understand. And the more you kind of get used to listening to that, um, and it can be a part of a song where your intuition goes off. It can be a part of a video where your intuition goes off, or it can be a guy saying, stop spending money on this car now. <laughs> I remember just, I just laughed when he said that. I was just like, okay. <laughs> He's like the nicest guy ever as well. But I, I knew I was like, in my, my entire being was like, this is a message from the universe. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stop 
spending money on this car. I just got to download to say something about what you're saying with this guy specifically. I think that your internal vibration can sense that of another's because let me express something real quick. You went to a couple other stores and they say, yeah, it's your battery. You spend money on a new battery. You go to another store. Yeah, it's your alternator. You spend money on a new alternator. What do you know about salesmen? They mm-hmm. want their money, but you go to somebody who's going to be dead ass honest with mm-hmm. you and you feel a different level of vibration within their soul because instead of making a profit off of you, he told you the truth. Yeah. So you recognize that if he isn't going to try to rip you for your money, this must be a higher level of communication and your vibration can recognize that vibration within mm-hmm. him, which causes this different level of understanding with the oneness in the universe. So you're like, no, this reflects is trying to say this yeah. whereas other people might tell you like like you said it's your alternator it's your battery and you know you're not getting that same ping going off that's telling you this is it yeah and um th- this is what the you know you're a match to the vibrate the there are people that are a match to the other uh kind of sales mini garages because of their wounds and like for example um and it it happens everywhere like this is how your reality works you are a match to that i was a match to be stood in front of him for him to say that and it didn't feel right to do this it didn't feel right to do that and and this felt right and to kind of go back to what we're talking about it's all about learning just to follow how you feel your entire life you have been so programmed through fear through fear of losing connection connection with another human being which is what is as important for our survival as food and water you have been programmed to completely and utterly reject how you feel and on top of that you've also been programmed to not trust how you feel not just reject but in the moments where you would feel a certain way to not trust it so there's like so many levels and then on top of that when you do feel a certain way you not just question it but you believe that it's wrong you believe it's incorrect so there's so many layers and when you just this is why on social media, on like at least once a week, I will put up a story on Instagram or something saying how you feel is correct every single time. And it's not, I like to feel like this. You don't have to like it. You don't have to enjoy it. But it's 100% correct. Do you know how many people have messaged me saying like, you have no idea how valuable that is because they're starting to trust how they feel again and things are changing in their reality because of it i'm not going to go down this path because it doesn't feel right and yeah it's huge you are an emotional being that thinks you're not a thinking being that feels emotions you are emotions first because it's a guidance system because it's like your assistance in this life and the best thing you can do is learn how to use it, like relearn how to use it. And everyone can do it. There's not one person that can't do it. Absolutely. Actually, 
A little side note, I talked to a client this morning about something I think could be helpful for people that I'm feeling called to share right now while we're talking about this. Um, One of the things that I didn't realize is we get taught growing up when you feel butterflies, it means that somebody is like the one for you and you're just nervous around them and blah, blah, blah. And that is not Mm -hmm. correct. So I actually did not know for the longest time that feeling butterflies in your stomach is your nervous system's way of communicating or even your intuitions popping through to let you know that something feels off. And we are taught to follow that feeling like it's love and to try and make that work because if we're if my you know if my stomach is fluttering that must mean that like this person is causing this like energetic connection within me and it's like yes but not for the reason you think now i felt the need to share this because i learned it myself and shared it with a client there's this singer called halsey and she made i forget what the song is called but i will never forget the lyrics she said it's crazy when the warning signs can feel just like butterflies let that sink in and i was like yes exactly what she said the warning signs can feel just like butterflies you have to really learn how your body works so you know what it's communicating to you Mm -hmm. yeah and it's very important because there are a lot of things that feel the same as well uh athletes and presenters actually use a trick so uh let's say if a speaker is about to uh do a speech in front of many more people than they usually like uh used to or an athlete is about to go somewhere and there's kind of this nervousness that's coming up like scientifically we actually know nervousness is very very similar to excitement but it's nervousness and what one thing that they can do is literally say to themselves oh i'm really excited about this this is why in like interviews before something a sporting event uh, the interviewer will ask the athlete are you nervous and they go no 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 i'm excited i'm very very excited and it's like they're programming themselves to believe that this is excitement which helps them move forward with things and kind of like you know the but it's not the nervousness is just feedback i i remember i was i was thinking um if i'm ever doing any sort of speech or anything and if i get nervous i was like how how amazing of a opportunity is that to say to the crowd like right now i'm extremely nervous my body is giving me the feedback that I'm nervous and this is how it feels and this is what's going on. This is what's going on in my body to become aware that, oh, my body is feeling like this. The thing that that vehicle that I'm driving is giving me a certain feedback right now. And that's the difference between being the emotion and then becoming the observer of the emotion, which then kind of gives you more control of kind of putting your hands on the wheel of the vehicle. Mm. Before we move out of this subject, there's something very important that I'm like listening to spirit tell me I need to communicate. A lot of us have, I mean, everybody, I, I mean, everybody is psychic, but a lot of us with extrasensory abilities in specific areas of feeling the future. I want to express how important it is to allow yourself to continue to live your human experience while being a spiritual being, because you might be a person 
who has prophetic dreams. I have prophetic dreams all the time. And just like I talked about in the beginning of this conversation, I would try to force my way to where I thought the outcome was instead of allowing myself to co-create with spirit mm. because I could feel that extrasensory perception telling me where to go or what the outcome was. But just because you might have that knowledge doesn't mean you're supposed to ignore the fact that you're having a human journey. Now, being that connected to the other side, it's a beautiful thing. Like Ariam was even saying earlier, some people can really hear their higher selves. Like Abraham Hicks is connected to a, a consciousness, or sorry, Esther Hicks is connected to a consciousness called Abraham. She can really hear the other side. But she could get herself into trouble trying to ask Abraham for every direction to go into, except for Abraham wouldn't give her those answers. Mm. So it's like remembering that the part of being human is playing the game of learning the lessons. And just because you might kind of like sense inside the way that something's meant to turn out, whether it is through having visions or dreams or astral travel or whatever it is that spirit's communicating with you, sometimes you could be very wrong about the outcome because you don't understand it yet. And I want to bring this up for like newbies to their spiritual awakening, because when you start seeing synchronicities everywhere, you don't realize that you're really just supposed to be acknowledging the presence. You're supposed to be like, okay, I'm seeing 333 everywhere. I've been getting this message lately that I've been feeling called to go in this direction. You're not supposed to like sit there and investigate what it all means right then and there. Try to figure out what the outcome is going to be and then figure out the best course to get to that yeah. outcome because you're messing with the process in the middle of that like beginning and end step because you think you understand. And then at the very end of it, you might realize like once you stop fighting and stop resisting the path, you might realize your what you thought the outcome was was actually incorrect but because you were like getting prophetic visions or dreams about what it could be you thought that's what it is for sure and started messing with the outcome of your human experience so i very much stress if you don't want to continue to learn the same lessons over and over again to not take it too seriously when you're receiving these downloads from spirit to just let go and let flow don't try to force the outcome you think is supposed to happen and you know, I, by the way, I uh, definitely went down that rabbit hole uh, on the beginning of my <laughs> beginning of my journey. I think it was it was something to again teach you. Like a big part of you understanding that is because you went down that rabbit hole. You know, so it's uh, same with me. Interesting thing that you said that I'd like to talk about um, lessons. I hear a lot of people saying things like oh, I'm, I'm right where i need to be you're right where you need to be and look this is true it really is but it's not necessarily what a lot of people think and i've spoken to some people that are intentionally not wanting to go towards parts of themselves and using that i'm right where i need to be as a kind of uh, a deflection or a distraction or as a coping mechanism. You're right where you need to be energetically. And right, there are lessons that I'm getting now that I wasn't ready for and I couldn't have gotten two years ago. I couldn't or a year ago. I just couldn't. It's a progression. So if I was to like come across a lesson now, and 
not take that lesson on whether it means like uh the not just the awareness the healing anything let's talk you're energetically always at this lesson so if you don't take that on now you don't do that certain type of healing or whatever it needs to be it will repeat again and it will repeat it will repeat in a different place in your life in a different day or you know whatever happening until you progress that lesson and then the next lesson will come so yes you are exactly where you need to be energetically but in the physical sense like let's say that lesson can come with this person and i go no 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 no, i'm not going down there but then the same lesson can come with another person but that is the same lesson but if i just keep going on and on, i'm just i'm exactly where i need to be and i'm not moving forward i'm not doing these things and everything you're not actually energetically progressing you're energetically kind of like at the same place and it's that is this called spiritual bypassing is that like an example of what that is yeah yeah no it's it's definitely a spiritual bypass that um you know and I, I, i do say these and it's not a case of some of these lessons are really challenging and you've got to go through your fears like it really really is but i've spoken to people that are completely trying to end the conversation by saying i'm exactly where i need to be and like no you you're not understanding that you're just using that as a way to not go towards these parts this i I am exactly where i need to be just means that the same thing is going to keep repeating but that can happen for years it can lead you can you can pull that out for years it can be the same lesson years and years and years down the line and unfortunately a lot of people get stuck in this a lot of people who think like um oh everything's just high vibes it's got to be high vibes and just stay with positivity like that is not the path that like in terms of i don't like to use the term that's not spiritual because everything is spiritual like there is no kind of oh that's spiritual like everything is um but in terms of but it's not all journey what you cut off then say that again oh sorry i said but it's not all that there is to the spiritual journey like no. yes it's spiritual but there's so much more to there's it so that. much more to it i remember the, some people when they talk to me it's like oh what do you do i'm a spiritual teacher i'm a healer and it goes oh so positive vibes like no <laughs> that's <laughs> that's not what it is it's literally contrast it's literally uh the desirable and the undesirable you're literally here for both you're not here just to you know do reiki constantly and only work with crystals and only try and keep yourself at a high vibe by trying to only just feel good like that's not what it is at all um but it's it's it like i said it can be challenging but there are that's why again why i teach what i do in terms of teaching people how they work you know i put so much content out on youtube specifically with the things that i struggle to understand on my journey like for one example um i used to watch videos and people were like all you need to do is let go and i was like what does that mean (laughs) like 
what do you mean let go and i was like youtube like searching how to let go and i was and you some weird stuff was coming on like how to let go of a, a rope and i was like what no like i don't get this like what's going on and people were like yeah so all you need to do is just let go i was like all right and then people were like you just got to do the work and i was like all right what is the work like what then Byron, Byron Katie came up. Actually, her work, the work, is phenomenal. But there's something different. Um, but yeah, like, so that's why I put what I put. It is good to understand that, okay, I need to go forward with it. But it's completely okay and normal that you have to learn how to. Because we were never taught this stuff. We were never taught. We were taught how to memorize the times table which right it's <laughs> like what am i going to need that for has been absolutely pointless <laughs> and completely useless this is why i like what we do especially the way you do it because your specific go-to is teach people the way that they work and i do find that the reason arian and i specifically have had this conversation so many times our bigger goal is not just to be healers in the community but it's to make sure that people fully understand everything that they're healing through because there's a difference like he was just saying and somebody getting on and explaining you just have to let go okay but for somebody who's never actually understood that can we think about like all the levels that somebody could be on in their understanding process because one can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves meaning they can only understand what you're trying to say from as deeply as they've understood themselves so if you know they haven't done the healing and you're telling them to just let go that's not going to mean anything to them because they haven't been directed on how to let go what let go what let go even means what it would do to change and to let go like they don't know they're you're just telling them words basically Mm -hmm. it's not doing anything and by instructing people on how they work and why we use these processes i've learned that with my clients they take away so much more knowledge than they would if i just tried to on a surface level explain what they need to do like i could all the live long day give somebody the skills that they're supposed to take but if i don't explain why and i don't properly explain how to do it they're never going to heal it's yeah. it's like gatekeeping the information to help people heal mm-hmm. and and purposely i have noticed that what has brought or not purposely but i've brought uh i've noticed that the vibration that brought me and Aryan together in the first place was us both having the same goal to change the way healing is viewed to make sure that we are helping people from point a to z and not skipping a step so they fully understand how to really help themselves we're not just like trying to post this information for clout to get paid like we're we're really trying to help people and 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 along with that uh you understand that the universe is gonna essentially it's got your back anyway that's why i put out so much content you know how many times people say to me like you put out so much free content it's like yeah same here <laughs> yes i do it's like but why don't you charge for it i was like because my goal actually isn't to make money and this it's like it's weird because i've had to work to get to this point when you understand again co-creating with the universe when you understand that you are going to be looked after because of what you're doing because you're following your purpose because you're giving back your helping and you know things like that like that yeah i've got an online course that's 
completely okay as well. But that doesn't mean that I don't put out like, I think seven or 8% of the things that I put out there are, I, I charge for literally right. like 90 odd percent is free. Um, and it's for that exact reason. I was in a terrible amount of pain and suffering. And I remember thinking like, I knew what I was going to do. I knew like before my dark night of the soul started before, like my first kind of like, um, huge, or actually before my second awakening, my, my first awakening got me in it. And I knew I was going to do this. I knew I was going to, you know, create content. I was going to do everything that I'm doing. It was just, uh, when I opened my third eye, I activated my heart and opened my third eye at the same time. Um, and when that happened, so much information like flooded in and like, so I was like, already knew that. And I was, I remember being in suffering in the dark night of the soul. And I was thinking, I, I cannot wait to help people with this. Like this place sucks. They suck so much here. And it just doesn't feel right to, you know, charge for everything. That's why I put so much out because that's more important to me. And because, and I also know the way the universe works. And because that's more important to me, universe is going to look after me anyway. So I already know that, which is why I'm completely okay with that. But the, and the, the main reason why I created my first online course, which is emotionally heal yourself is because the most asked question I got was, okay, how'd you heal yourself? How do you emotionally heal yourself? How'd you let go? I was like, I need to make this extremely clear for people. And, you know, kind of side thingy as well. Like there's so much value in that. And I was like, yeah, fine. Just go. It's completely fine. Um, and it's helped so many people. It just feels great. That feeling is better than money as well, to be honest with you. Because everything every single human does is based on how it's going to make them feel. Every single decision anyone makes is based on how it makes you feel. Even if you want your family to be safe, is because you feel peace when they're safe. When they're in danger, you feel fit. So every single decision a human being makes is because of how it makes them feel. And when I get people reaching out to me saying like, your content's really helped me and all this stuff, I'm, there's no amount of money that can give me that feeling. There just isn't. And, and exactly. I have like everything you just said called download after download after <laughs> download just now. And I'm like trying to not forget anything that I want to say. And I'm like, Abraham Hicks, fantastic Mr. Beast. And people asking me so often the reason behind the same thing Arian said, why do I put so much content out for free? Well, when I first started becoming a content creator in the first place, I was nine and I, and I did it before you could make money on YouTube. I did it because it was fun. And I did it because I like to be informative at the time I was making makeup videos, but it doesn't matter. I was trying to be informative. It was fun. And the more I grew and the more that my purpose grew, the more that I just realized, like Arian said, it's not about the money. It's about helping people. Mm. I want to use a couple examples here. So I've watched an Abraham Hicks video before where she explains that 
when her and Jerry started doing these seminars, they specifically set up the finances so that it would be tickets would cost around $200. So it would be just enough to pay for the venue, for the lights, for the sound production, for their tickets there and back. And that's about it. It would pay for itself. And because they were getting everything just they were only charging people just enough so that they would be able to continue to do these seminars to help people on a wider level the universe just pours in more abundance because naturally they're doing what their soul calling is they're following their joy and they're not charging people anything more than what it would cost for them to be able to do their purpose and so when people ask me how do you separate the difference between doing spiritual work for money and realizing that that's kind of toxic i express to them that like that's not how you look at it because i've had a lot of people ask me like it's if you're just supposed to be helping people then why do you charge but i've also had a lot of people tell me you put out so many uh, so much information for free so i want to answer this question if you're wondering how it can possibly be spiritual work when you're charging people you have to remember that all the information that gets put out for free is as much as I can like possibly give energetically to the whole public at once. And when people want to book an in-depth, like mm. they want hours of my time, that is going to require me to not have the energy to work a different job to be bringing income in so right. I can survive. So if I can't do that, then I'd have to be getting the income from somewhere just enough so that I can continue to keep myself afloat. Yeah. Just like Abraham and Jerry only charging people just enough to continue to do the seminars. The idea behind that is not like charging people to help them. It's I'm going to give you all this information for free. But when you are in a place where you feel like you might want extra help from me and if you can afford it at the time, then we can dive in deeper. But I don't ever gatekeep information in, unless you pay for it. That's just simply yeah, not yeah. how that works. Now, I want to bring in like the fantastic Mr. Beast, what he does. He's a YouTuber who generates so much income that I think this kid's like a millionaire at this point. And he pretty much just gives away money. Like that's what all his videos are about. He'll open up a pop-up drive-through and just give people bags of money in the drive-through. So all the money that he's making, he's giving away and then generating more money because people like to watch him give yeah. money away. So he's literally just spending money to get money back, but giving money to the public. So I want to like say one more thing on this. Mellow Will is a spiritual rapper and one of his one of my favorite lyrics by him he says um money coming in a uh, he's, he's talking about money coming in in abundance and he's like tens twenties fifties mostly hundreds get it just to give it i don't want it i just love the freedom that it comes with yeah. get it just yeah, yeah. to give it i don't want it i just love the freedom that it comes with the idea is not behind being rich and having money being rich is being able to have the freedom to live a life that is pleasurable and desirable for you but your purpose is so pure because what you're doing with all your money is just allowing yourself the freedom to continue to help people for free that's where that comes from <laughs> and honestly this is the difference between being rich and being abundant being, yes being rich is different when you're in the energy of abundance you want to give things away whether that's an abundance of wealth or abundant of love i want to give love away because i'm feeling so abundant it's it's the energy in it and that's that's how it works you know for me you've got to 
obviously be business minded as well. And if you're thinking about starting any sort of business or maybe you're thinking about uh, doing what we do, you know, in your own unique way or however, whether that's going online or clients or anything, you have to also be business minded to a degree as well. Because like you said, otherwise I'd have to get another job and then my time would be away from being able to help. Like, and one of the things that I got a kind of a download to be like, this is what we're going to do is, um, you know, for me, I put a lot of content out there. I, if, if, if more of my time is going towards a certain thing, yes, it's going to be like, okay, that I'm going to charge for because it's taking my time away from being able to do other things. And also on top of this, I got my own life. Like I need to enjoy life as well and live with my family and my friends and, you know, enjoy things myself. So there is that. But what I've gotten the understanding from the communication is uh, I'm always going towards more like this. Like one of the things I say to my clients and I've always said to everyone is my goal is never to keep you on retainer ever. My goal is to teach you how you work, teach you why things are the way they are and teach you how to heal. Once you do that, my goal is to kind of like graduate you so you can graduate and then do it yourself because A, my job is to empower you and I wouldn't be empowering you if I had you on retainer. B, like you can do this. It's about learning how to do this. You are powerful enough to do this. And one of the most important reasons is because I would be very limited to the amount of people that I can help if I have people on retainer. If I have a retainer and I have clients every week, maxing, and I mean completely maxing out at about 200 a year that I can help. And that's nothing compared to the population of the earth. So for me, what I'm going more towards is, okay, I can charge people that can afford it to then give me more time and resources to help people that can't afford it. So that's why, that's why like I'll be, um, the retreats that I'm going to be hosting and things like that. It's going to, people will come to it that can afford it. But then what that does is it allows me to create online courses where I'm not charging ridiculous. Like the, the online course that I have now is nothing compared to like, a lot of online courses out there it's so so cheap but it, and then like youtube videos and things like that so it's kind of like that exchange of yeah here and this out there you know i can i can charge this but it, it's it's also how the universe works like you said the abundance very very much like uh mr beast like you said like it's coming in here i'm giving it out but when people are watching it it's coming back in again and it's like you know and it's coming in from multiple directions because i'm doing a, a retreat here i'm building a school there i'm opening a cafe there and doing this and that and the other so there's nothing wrong with making money and to go back to what you said earlier there is absolutely nothing toxic about making money based on spiritual gifts and spiritual stuff like that like at all and to fully understand and fully grasp the understanding of, well, how this reality works and how you work. If someone was to believe that, that's 
their own stuff. That's their own shit. There's something yeah. there within themselves. You know, um, we are projections and how other people uh, are is a, uh, is a, you know, about themselves. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with you making money doing what you're doing because at the end of the day, it is so, so valuable and it's so, so helpful. If people didn't do that for me, I'd be dead right now. I'd have killed myself. I wouldn't be where I am today. So there's as much, I can't put any more value on that really to save lives. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I, um, I agree with that. I do think that it has a lot to do with the misunderstanding of how much information is already being given for free to the public. Like, yeah. I think there's something around like people having that limiting belief that money is the root of all evil that still lets them like coincide when you're doing spiritual work for money. And they're like, that's, that's terrible. Like you shouldn't charge people in need. Like that's like saying a therapist shouldn't charge. Yeah. And it's also the same concept of like, we are having a human experience and we have to understand that even if it does suck that this is the way that the world works, it runs on money. So like Arian was saying, if we didn't have this to make this money, imagine where our mental health could land us. Like it, it's not a matter of like being greedy or selfish with your knowledge because you're still giving so much of it for free, but it's the people that want to really pick your brain and take up extra of your time. Like keep saying we have our own lives to live as well, but because my purpose has so much to do with wanting to help others, I don't mind giving that time. But if you want that time, yes, the people who can afford that will help me be able to have more money to provide for myself so that I can make more free content to help the greater population um it, it it's really rooted in a limiting belief system that money is evil and we have to acknowledge the fact that whether we like it or not we don't live in a trader barter system yet we live in a system that requires capitalism so also if you do believe that that's the belief that's keeping money away from you in your reality yeah you believe money is evil it's not going to come to you you believe that yeah. people with money are evil then it's not going to come to you. If you've yeah. gone through experiences where rich people have done you wrong, which sucks, and I don't think for a second that that's okay, but that experience will give you unconscious beliefs that people that have money are bad and evil. That's what's keeping money away from you. When you have these unconscious beliefs about money, it's not going to come into your reality. Yeah. Jazz, I think... This is a great place to stop. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. And you know what? Shockingly, we didn't talk about everything that we wrote down we were going to talk about. That never happens at all. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming. If you're listening, we are going to do another episode. What we usually do uh, when we record these is we'll do one episode for my channel and one episode for Jazz's channel. So wherever you're listening to this, the next conversation that we're going to have the link for that is going to be in the description of this episode so check that out for more conversations other than that thank you so much for listening and thanks everyone for the support that uh we've been getting so far it's really really appreciated and um thank you very much jazz for joining me in this episode yeah it's been good thank you guys for tuning in and i'll see you guys over on my channel